Have you ever felt that your business is a little complicated? That if you could just simplify it just a little bit, you know, get it so that the client pathing is going well, that all, the whole team is making everything just go singing so that you could leave for 90 days and come back and not see the sheriff's notice on the office building or the factory, or better yet, that it's running better? Well, I'm John Bowen. I am bringing you a great episode of Accelerating Entrepreneurial Success because I have a very good friend who does just that. He specializes in helping entrepreneurs like you and me really simplify their business. Uh, Dan Cushell. Dan, you know, I got to tell you, I am so excited to have you with us because you know, you and I have been friends for a number of years now. You've given me all kinds of advice along the way. And I feel you know, phenomenal that I get to share you with the world because you've been kind of a secret for a few entrepreneurs. So first of all, thank you for joining us, Dan. Well, it's a real honor, John, to be with you here today and also AES Nation and certainly looking forward to it. Well, and, and you know, this is we've got a big opportunity here and I want to dive right in and share. Dan, tell, tell me what it is you do. I mean, you know, because, you know, everybody, if you're not excited about simplifying things in life, you know, you're missing something. I, I know a lot of people, non-entrepreneurs want to make life more complicated, but entrepreneurs want it as simple so that they can just accomplish major remarkable things. So how do you yeah. help that? Well, I, I think the best way I can describe it, John, is the, there's the uh, quote from Oliver Wendell Holmes that goes, I wouldn't give a fig to be on this side of complexity, but I'd give my life to be on the other side of simplicity. And so what I feel I have the ability to do is take big, complex ideas and really simplify them down, you know, overall. I've been able to do that not only for my companies over the years, and I learned a lot of this by making a lot of mistakes. You know, I've run, you know, about eight different companies, and in my early years, I made a bunch of mistakes. You know, at one time, I had over 5,000 independent sales reps working for or with me, and you know, then I had a big, large series of companies working together, five different companies where we had about 200 employees. And I found myself maybe like a lot of entrepreneurs at one point where, oh my gosh, I don't have time. You know, what am I doing? What did, uh, oh, And dealing with overwhelm. And so I really went back and started studying and putting practices in place that allowed me to simplify, you know, the management structure, the operation structure, the finance structure, the marketing, the sales. You know, I guess... You know, what pops up is you know a book from uh, Michael Gerber years ago. I was introduced in my 20s that I lean back on. And Michael teaches this idea that systems run your business. Find good people to run those systems. And I know you're a master of that. I mean, I'm just a, you know extremely, extremely grateful to be a part of what you're doing and seeing all the great things you do and running your organization with mostly virtual people and, and really dominating the, the, the financial field and, and transforming the people in your industry's lives. Well, no, I appreciate that. And this is where, you know, one of the things I look at, it, we need a lot of help from our friends. I mean, Michael Gerber also was one of my earliest, really, mentors. Hired him after shortly after he did the E-Myth book. And just a phenomenal guy. I've done some webinars with him, and I'm, I will definitely invite him to be on the podcast. But, you know, what, what I want to touch on the concept of simplification for a second. And let me frame it, because on the quote, I think, 
a lot of us mix that there's two types of simplification. There's a simplification that's kind of dumb. We don't, it's kind of where we first get into business. Uh, we don't understand how complex things are. So it's on the wrong side of complex. And then there's after you understand all the issues and then you simplify it. That's, that's a simplification, the right side of complex. So Dan, help me out. You know, how do you get there? I mean, you know, we're talking with successful entrepreneurs that have real businesses that are, you know, whether they're manufacturing widgets, their professional service, you know, could be in the information marketing, wherever they are, you know, they've, as they built up $5 million, $10 million, $15, 20 $100 million of revenue and beyond, there's some complexity. How, how do they deal with that? Well, I think one of the biggest things, John, is that it's what game are, are you playing, uh, is identifying that at the core. What game do you want to play? And from my background, I come from a sports background. Uh, as a kid, my dream was to play pro baseball, and I had a career developing. I had some injuries. Then I ended up after uh, playing a semi-pro ball. I coached college baseball, summer teams, uh, all-star teams. And one of the key things was to have the right players in the right positions. I mean, you don't put a pitcher at the position of catcher unless you want to experience a losing streak and vice versa. You just have to have the right players in the right position. But even more than that is identifying what role do you play? I mean, there's a different role if you're a first base coach or a third base coach or the head coach. And better yet, if you're the general manager of the team or better yet is the owner. And what I found, John, and maybe like you, is sometimes because of, you know, maybe a lot of false beliefs or false programming that we've been taught as kids, that we find ourselves, many owners find themselves in the day-to-day -day operations of their business and having a hard time of letting go of some of those. And I know I've experienced that too over, over the years. And having trust and faith in being able to delegate. But the reality is, if you're a general manager or owner of a baseball team, you're not out playing shortstop. You have a shortstop like Derek Jeter out there performing for you at the highest level. And you know that's one of the most important things. A, understand the role you play, and number two, I would say one of the core success factors, if you will, that I've learned and, and had to really hone in on over time is to hire the best. I want to hire Derek Jeters on my team. I want to hire the Justin Verlander, so to speak, or if you translate it to other sports like football, you know, Tom Brady at his peak. But every talent has a shelf life as well. And as the owner, like Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboy, Cowboys, you know, you've got a quarterback, you know, right now who is arguably one of the top quarterbacks potentially in the game. But in a few years, that talent's going to erode a bit. And you've got to be able to replace and replenish that talent. So it's always an evolving process. And I know that's what you've been so good at is not only evolving with your with your team, but also evolving your strategy in the business. You know, for me, John, I look at the core of, of how a business is structured. And again, it comes back to really simplifying things as well. And I could, I could go off on about two well, let, let me Well, let me jump in because I want to do two things. One, I want to go back to you know, one of the businesses you did where you were leading the charge and putting it together. And then I want to go to where you've now come in and where I've met you yep. is you're leading the charge you know, for a very good mutual friend of ours, yes. Joe Polish. And he's created a, a great marketing empire and he was in the center of complexity too and you're helping him move out of that so tell me kind of the 
the you know big breakthrough you first had because I mean you've had you enjoyed some really good success you know how you went through that and put in the systems in place and the right people on the bus if you will and then let's go to Joe's business as well sure and so I'll speak about the breakthroughs from two folds one from a, a marketing and selling point of view is you know number one is to be involved in direct response marketing I think that's one of the most important factors as business owners entrepreneurs that we can really you know, see transformational results in our business when we take the time to get good at that. Number two is the structure of the organization. For years, I built, you know, structures and hierarchies, and I've seen a lot of hierarchies in companies. And at the end of the day, I come up with in my own head, and I'll, I'll share it with everyone here, is a simple structure to keep in mind in running the company. Number one at the top, you have the, usually it's the entrepreneur owner which we'll call the visionary or the driver of the company, the business. And then either below or next to, however you want to look at it, you have someone that is the facilitator or executor of the visionary ideas or driving ideas that are being shared. Then compartmentalizing the business and we'll call it four main areas overall. Sales number one, uh, marketing number two, operations number three, and finance number four and putting someone in charge to be able to operate them. Where I've seen a lot of company, where my companies had struggled, where I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs' companies struggle, is they try to be up here as the visionary and down here driving the sales piece of it or the marketing piece of it or the operations or the finance. Is And better strategy from what I've, I've discovered is to be able to put someone in charge to be able to handle that. And then you can just have huddles with these people that are ideally experts. They're your Derek Jeters, they're your Justin Verlanders, the best at what they do at that moment in your particular company. So that's one side of it. In Joe's side of it, you know, I've been able to come into his org. I mean, he's an incredible visionary, as you know, right? Oh, fantastic. Um, you know, a brilliant marketing mind, a brilliant thought leader is probably a better way I would describe him. And I've been positioned now into a role to help simplify things. And so I see my role as the facilitator and executor supporting those ideas and then we've got people in charge of sales marketing operations and finance and because of looking and we're always refining and we're not perfect either I don't think any you know, it's always an evolution we're working to get better and better all the time but I think that at the core would probably be part of the biggest breakthroughs I've experienced and seen others experience too no that's I mean that's really good you know and it's and you know when we look at it I mean we're trying to put these blocks together and it's <laughs> never perfect. And when we start businesses, you know, the visionary, you're, you're not, there's nobody to fill in. You don't have enough money. So you're, right. you're just, you got the box. And, and then the problem so many of us entrepreneurs who have started our businesses, you know, don't realize the value of professional managers, really talented people who still have that entrepreneurial spirit coming in and you know relinquishing control a little it's hard i know yes. my team tells me it's hard for me <laughs> too <laughs> and and i've had several businesses as well and they kind of and every time i do it when they're when they really kind of push me a bit and they're ready to accept responsibility boy magic starts happening let's let's switch for a second and talk about magic and I mean, you know, one of, you're an extremely, you know, you're an unusual operating guy, Dan, I got to say, is that, you know, you are pretty creative. I mean, actually, pretty would be the wrong word, very creative. And a lot of the operational people that I've worked with, I don't want them to be creative. I want them to put the systems in place. And you, right, you right. kind of bring both of those together. But tell, tell me, you know, what you're most passionate about you're working on right now and share with uh, our, our viewers and listeners. 
Yeah, I, I would say the biggest thing, John, number one is my, I feel my real gift, like I shared, is taking complexity and simplifying it. And what I seem to do really well is to be able to integrate marketing and operations together, which is, you know, and culture. And you know, I think when you bring the team together with integrating with great sales and marketing, I mean, transformations happen overall. You know, speaking to one of the transformational ideas that I discovered is, when you speak to large groups of people at a time, kind of like the platform you're building here with the podcast. I mean, I can only imagine through AES what you're doing and AES Nation, the hundreds and thousands and potentially millions, if not multi-millions of people that you're going to impact and transform their entrepreneurial lives through what you're doing. And so this is a great example of one of those parts of the technique. The other is to you know speak to large groups of people at one time and then put yourself in a position where you do the work one time and get paid over and over again. The reason I bring up these two strategies is because I think of you and how well and how effective you are at doing just that. So through the podcast platform, through uh, your webinar platform that you've been able to develop and build and, and really create an automated system. So for me, I love building these types of models and integrating those models and what I'm doing right now with Joe that I'm really excited about, A, I get to work with one of the great thought leaders of our, our generation in my opinion and the great connectors. I mean, I know you've been able to meet and I know a lot of people that you'll have through uh, AES Nation like mm -hmm. Peter Diamandis, Dan Sullivan who you work a lot with. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, so, well, many of these, <laughs> yeah, so many of these people I met through Joe and I consider myself actually a pretty good networker. I now I'm going to go okay networker relative to Joe. I mean, he's the master at this. And what's so powerful, Dan, and you know, we get together in mastermind groups. We're doing some projects together and so on. But what, what I love, and it's, and it's hard to do, and, I, and this is where I reach out to you and have the call with you versus Joe, is talking about those systems. Because it's one thing to create, you know, we, what we all want to do is get people to raise their hand, to consider working with us, to explore working with us. And then we have to have a good you know, customer path or client path, no matter what we're doing, that you know, if they're qualified, that we can bring in and deliver value, over-deliver value for them. And, and that's where, I mean, uh, I love that what you do is you think big and you're thinking, okay, can we get those systems in place and then really expand them? And I see you doing that for Joe. Yeah, I mean, we're having a lot of fun being able to do that. And I, you know, I, I, I feel I have a pretty strong background with being able to do it because we had built our companies did, you know, fairly decent amount of revenue, you know, 20 to $25 million a year. And we had, we had an ability to take people that were customer service oriented type people and in a way, with our uh, unique approach to things, turn them into salespeople, which is quite a, uh, a unique approach to, to building a business. And, and with Joe, what we're doing now is we're, we're really looking to build a model where people actually buy into it versus being sold into it. And there's a lot of pieces, as you, so, know, you know. Tell me what that, that. the difference of that, you know, when we talk about you know, somebody buying into something versus being sold something, those are, you know, very different cultures. I mean, very different. Wh why do we care? That's a great question. I mean, you know, think about the experience. I think that people love to buy things or own things, but they hate to be sold or pressured is probably the better. Joe did a, an incredible video that's on YouTube called Is Selling Evil that people can check out. And it is selling evil. He kind of talks about really the psychology behind it. 
But when someone buys in, they're essentially enrolling themselves into the process. Uh, whereas when someone is being sold, there's usually a third party or some other person that's really convincing. Or it's the difference between being compelling versus convincing, John. And, and so what, with what we're doing, I think it stems back to Joe, one of Joe's top values, which is education-based marketing. You know, that we want to be into a conversation with someone that's predisposed, pre-qualified, pre-interested, pre-motivated, and pre-ready to do business with us because we've already shared incredible value that in many ways has transformed their life. So that would be the best way I could describe it. Well, and I think this is for, you know, let's just take a, uh, for all the entrepreneurs that are joining us today, I mean, I wish we could all sit around the table and have a cup yeah, of coffee exactly. or a beer together, kick this around because it, I, I've learned so much hanging out with the right people that are you know, going through these same challenges. And, and the, the ability, you know, kind of some t you know, thoughts, I mean, the ability to today's world to expand and get the reach is huge. And, and this is, you know, Dan, you and Joe and others have taught me. And I mean, the podcast you guys are doing is just phenomenal success. And I'm going, geez, I need to bring out a different message. And that's what we're doing here. But also, you know, and, and this is something everyone that we're taught, you know, the, you're here, you, can, you need to figure out how you're going to get more hands in the air. I mean, I don't care what you're selling, so on. Qualified people raising their hand to explore working with you is one heck of a lot better than I work with. I coach financial advisors. And when we coach financial advisors, they're working with the affluent people with a million or more financial assets. And what happens is the average affluent person today is getting 4,000 marketing messages a day. Somehow you have to filter that out and shouting louder is not it, <laughs> you know, but attracting them by you know, giving tremendous value in advance is huge. And then having that systematic way to deliver a great experience, that's, that's really what we're talking about, isn't it, Dan? Absolutely. In fact, you know, Dean Jackson, I think he calls it, you know, taking that term that you just shared, value in advance, he calls it results in advance. I mean, in the financial field, imagine, I know, you know this might be a utopian idea, but imagine if uh, a financial advisor was able to work with a client in advance, up front, and help produce a tangible result ahead of even a commitment being asked for to work with work with them. Well, and in, in essence, they do that through presentations, through white papers, ebooks, webinars, and what we teach. And you know, our fellow entrepreneurs who are watching and listening, what I'd like you to think about is what could you do in advance? Whether you're selling, you know, widgets, whether you're selling that are twenty-five dollars, whether you're selling million-dollar pieces of equipment. How can you differentiate yourself from all the noise in the marketplace systematically? I mean, I know that when we do a webinar, it's going to get X number of hands in the air that will result in about 50,000 or more of revenue. So I like running them very regularly. And, and it's, you know, people are coming to us versus the other way around. And I know uh, I'll share something, John, that one of, one of the things that transformed my entire business career years ago that I think feeds in line with what you do and what you teach advisors. One of the differentiators for me that worked extremely well that I see can work for a lot of people is, is simply writing a book because yeah. it positions you as a preeminent expert. I mean, today to be able to get a book published, you know, like this, a, you know, a couple hundred page book. You know, I was fortunate enough to be with Tom Hopkins, Jack Canfield, and a few others. It was really cool. I mean, it, it's a few bucks per book. And what I did is I actually got the book published. Then I went on radio and created a 30-minute, essentially, value-oriented event 
put it on radio, then we sent it out to multiple stations all over the country and drove to an 800 number of people inquiring where they're calling us because of what you just described, the attraction mechanism, the attraction factor. And now we had that lead, now we put them into a value-added sequence where we could follow up with them with education-based marketing. Then we drove them to an application, if you will, to see if they wanted to engage further in a higher level relationship. And we were able to enroll people into different types of, of coaching, uh, different types of services, different types of products using that simple mechanism that started with something as simple as a, you know, a couple hundred page book. Then a simple radio thing that essentially you just write a check for it to buy the radio time in different markets across the country to generate, you know, ultimately what became thousands of leads a week at, a, at, at one time to then enroll them into higher level type programs and services. I mean, once you map all this stuff out and you, you test it, I mean, that's the beauty of today's technology. We can test it. We can see what's working. And it almost becomes, you know, you can put in a quarter and get a dollar out of the slot machine and you can you know, ramp up the marketing to generate whatever volume of business that you can deliver great experiences on. I mean, it, it is amazing. Yeah. And, you know, the other part is, is, you know, I think in today's economy, people want to know, and I know you teach this as well as anybody, it's, it's, it's about unique. What do you do that's unique to anybody else compared to anybody in your marketplace? And what differentiates you? And so the better material, the better resources, and, you know, for example, the tools you provide to advisors that are looking to advance their businesses and do better with what, what they do. I mean, I look at the white papers you provide, the webinars you provide, the support you provide, the, the tools, the resource. I mean, it's phenomenal what you do, and you're just a great role model. Uh, for people to model not only for the financial business, but in any type of business. Yeah, and, and so, you know, if you're watching us and you're here at this point or you're listening if you're on the audio podcast, I mean, you know, what I want to encourage you to do is, you know, Dan and I get really excited about this <laughs> stuff because we know it works and we want you to do it too. And, you know, like I can track the very first book I did. It was in the early 90s and it really was a big turning point in my career. And now... We stamp out ebooks about every minimum of every quarter. And, you know, in, they're not, I mean, today's tools of putting together uh, certainly an ebook is a heck of a lot easier than, uh, you know, doing any of these books that we did in the 90s. And, oh, yeah. yeah so, Dan, let's, let's come to, we have a, a, a segment where we ask, you know, our guests for, you know, their application of the day, the idea that they want to sh share with their like-minded, successful entrepreneurs who are driving and everything else. Is there an app that jumps out at you that you want to share? Uh, you know, an application that jumps out for me, I, I think, you know, overall, would be really the idea of simplicity versus complexity, John. Really well, honing no, but, in on what that means. So, but, so that I, I'm going to go with that's the entrepreneurial insight of the day where, okay. you know, it's the actionable idea. But I'm thinking about technology on your I don't have my smartphone here, but on my smartphone, an application. Is there any application you're using that you just love that other people should be aware of? <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, I don't know that I have an application that I absolutely love. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a, you know, I know you're, you're a, you like systems, so most apps don't work that well. Right. <laughs> uh, so I'm always embarrassed to say that, that, you know, I, I do work with a lot of apps that I like and they're okay. But one that I love, I, I don't know that I really actually have one that I truly 
admire uh, and just love. Well, the, the, so let's let's let me go with the key takeaways that I'm getting, and I want you to add some color to this or make sure okay. I'm getting it right. Yeah, you know, I, I use the term right side of complexity, but you you run right to the simple, you know, getting it simple. And, and I a lot of visionaries, uh, CEOs. I've been CEO of a number of businesses, most of which I've started, and. I just have this awful habit of making things complicated. And, you know, I surround myself with people who really are good at keeping me thinking simple and on the right side of simple. And then second thing that, you know, I really saw is, you know, the ability that once you get the, the simple or systems in place, there's kind of two areas that we can really leverage. The first is getting more people to raise their hand. I mean, you you guys have done just such a great job of creating systems around attracting. I, I look at some of the material you've shared with us on you know, running all these ads on all these major publications, and you know to the penny exactly what the revenue is that it's bringing in, you know, all the different systems so that, guess what? Things that aren't working, you stop doing. Right. <laughs> and things that are working, you throw more money at it. And, you know, so... The, I look at that, and then the third thing is the delivering a world-class experience. I mean, I, I've been involved with you guys. You guys do it consistently over and over again. So there's that whole client pathing that you really do a phenomenal job. So the three takeaways, simplicity, you know, have a consistent way of attracting the right people and then delivering the value. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, no, no doubt about it, John. I think what, one of the things that pops up for me too is as entrepreneurs, one of the best things that we can do is protect our confidence, right? And you know, having a team that helps do that is a key part of, of building that success. And in fact, I have a little formula that I created for my own reminder, which I'll share with everybody here, which is maximum performance equals execution times ideas times confidence. See, if you take any one of those out, like you can have great ideas and poor execution and great confidence, but your performance will be off. You can have great confidence, uh, great execution, poor ideas, and your performance will be off. So it really takes all three, execution times ideas. And admittedly, I actually stole that piece of the formula from Dean Jackson and Joe Polish directly. And then I added the confidence piece because, you know, as entrepreneurs, sometimes it can feel like a lonely place. You know, you're writing checks, you know, payrolls, X number of dollars, et cetera. But when confidence is high, ideas are at their peak and execution is at its peak. That's when we get maximum performance. And it's creating a winning environment to be able to do just that. And I've seen and noticed that most of the successful entrepreneurs, if not all the entrepreneurs that are having the best success, are in that space more times than not. No, I, I love that. I actually, I have not heard you say that before. And I mean, execution, we're talking about the system. Yes. You know, ideas, we've got to be creative. We've got to differentiate ourselves from the market. And I actually think the third element you brought in is the most important is confident. You know, you've got to recognize that you're capable of doing it. I mean, if you're not, that's fine. But there's no one in the world that isn't insecure at times, have moments of self-doubt. That's what the marketplace is all about. But by really being focused and letting the market give you feedback and refining each of those others and hanging out. I mean, matter of fact, this would be a good time to talk about some of the resources, but hanging out with other people 
you know, other resources. I mean, what you find out is you're insecure, but everybody's insecure a little bit. And, and so the opportunity is to get together with a group of entrepreneurs who share values, who really want to make a big impact and deliver value. You know, one of the groups, I'm going to put up the website. The first one I'm putting up is uh, uh, Joe's Genius Network Market Mastermind Group. And, and you know, Dan, I mean, you, you know, why don't you give us a little background on what this is and what you guys are doing? Yeah, I'd, lo I'd love to, John. I, you know, the Genius Network, or what members have now called it and turned it to, is uh, what we call a 25K group. And people can go to 25kgroup.com for that. But, you know, what's interesting is, you know, I'm, I'm a team member with Joe, but originally I was actually a client. And, you know, it's like that old hair club commercial. I think, <laughs> you know, I'm not just a member, I'm a client. So I kind of feel that way representing Joe here. And it's a place where the highest level entrepreneurs play at their best. And they're able to take their game to a whole new level because they get access to more connections, better ideas, as well as access to best practices and strategies. Just really, in my opinion, not available anywhere else. Uh, uh, I, I remember I'm, I'm in it and I love it. I mean, it's <laughs> been, I've been in it for the last four years and I write a check every year for 25,000. I don't like flying. I fly down to Tempe to hang out with you guys and uh, tremendous value. Yeah. And, and it's almost hard to describe because calling it a seminar, calling it a networking group or, uh, you know, a, a, an event type thing or a gathering, it almost does it uh, injustice. Uh, until someone's really a part of the group, it's hard to explain. But like you, you know, when Joe uh, originally uh, was creating it back in, I think it was uh, late 2006, early 2007, I remember he called me and said, hey, thinking about starting this group, it's 25000 Do you think you want to be a part of it? I said, well, actually, if I write you a check, I'll probably show up at your office more. <laughs> so I was one of the first people that I cut him a check. And I think I've referred about a dozen or so people, colleagues, entrepreneurs, fellow clients, to Joe in the group, and it's been transformational for all of us. I was in the group for many years, and then when I sold the main core of my companies in 09, I took a break really to be a full-time dad. And about two plus years ago, uh, depending on when someone's seeing this uh, recording or hearing it, Joe basically said, hey, why don't we figure out a way to work together? And it's it's been a great relationship. So I, wow. I'm a big ambassador. I'm a big fan. And, uh, you know, uh, oh, and a user, and a user in the sense of you're out there now, you've taken the, the strategies that you're refining with Joe. And let me put up uh, your company as well that you're just launching here, too. You know, why don't yeah, you tell well, us what you're doing there? Just go to uh, dancushell.com. You know, follow me on Facebook, and uh, we've got some different resources, educational tools available uh, as well. Well, Dan, I, I want to thank you. I mean, it, this has you know been great. Uh, for those that want even more resources, we have at Accelerating Entrepreneurial Success or AES Nation. We're building this great community of entrepreneurs. You can go to AES. Uh, nation.com and get uh, access to the video, the, the audio podcast, as well as a transcript of all of this and the link to the resources along the way. The power of Skype uh, just died for a second there. So I'm going to wrap up and it's been a great interview. Uh, I'm going to thank Dan and thank you. Now go out and make a difference. Wish you the best of success. Your current clients and customers, they're counting on you. But more importantly, you know, if you're going to build all these systems, your future clients as well. All the best. Thanks, John.